there. Welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy. And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us, as As they they should be. be. Okay. All right. Are we? I haven't asked about our peaks in a while. How are pick peaks? Mm-hmm. I are... sold them to OnlyFans. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Uh, wow, that wouldn't bring in a lot of money. So. No, people would pay us to take them back. They would. That's okay. It's fine. It's all righty. We're not. We're not for everyone, Shan. We are not, and I am fine with that. You're definitely not for people that like OnlyFans. I mean, hey, I'm not going to kink shame anybody. If you love OnlyFans, go do you. I did hear that you can um, sell feet pics for, like, $300 a pic. Like. And all you have to do is some weird shit like put ranch dressing on your feet. So disgusting. (laughs) I'm low-key like, can I make a living that way? Because if so, sign me up. Uh, yeah. I'll buy ranch dressing. I mean, I'll pay, <laughs> I'll get a pedicure every couple of weeks. Oh, shit. And, Do I have to get pedicures? Yeah, you have to get pedicures. No. You got, your feet got to look nice. Do they? Yeah. Or are some people in a gnarly feet? Oh, God. <gasps> I didn't think about that. Because you know I got that weird little toe? <laughs> <laughs> it would be a novelty. It's fine. Right? It's fine. Uh, yeah. I got I got finger toes, so so maybe maybe catch us on Feet Finder soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear Lord, Mama Help wants a new me. car. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm really sorry. I turned out this way. I'm not because okay. I half raised you. Dis- fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, jury. I'm sorry. Absolute disaster. I, I do apologize for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're, we've almost made it to Christmas. Almost, Shan. We're so close. So close. <sighs> we are so close. Mm-hmm. Um, only a few shopping days left until Christmas. Yep. And frankly, if it can't be bought online, it can't be bought by me. That's where I'm at. Oh, okay. So, um... Yeah. Small businesses and Amazon alike are getting all of my business this year. I enjoy that. But honestly. if it can't come via UPS, FedEx, or U.S. Postal Service. Or DHL. I have never seen a DHL truck in my neighborhood. We get DHL stuff from the sites we order from all the time. It must be like a region thing um, because I have never seen a DHL truck in my neighborhood. That's interesting. Yeah. But Amazon Prime rolls through that bitch like. 23 times a day, probably. You know, and I've, like, gotten to know our FedEx dude, and I feel like I should leave all of them something. You should. You should leave him a little candy bag or something. Yeah. And be like, thank you. He was super sweet. He caught me leaving as he was delivering those vinyl tiles for the camper. Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Uh, ma'am, these are really heavy boxes. And I was like, oh, gosh. And he was like, do you want me to put them? Is there somewhere else? There's, like, eight boxes. And I was like. 
oh, yeah, you can just put them on the by the side door over there. And he was like, okay. He's like, they're really heavy, so be careful. And I was like, will do. Thank you, sir. That was sweet of you. He obviously could tell I don't lift much. You skipped arm day? Shut up. Kind of gangly. It's fine. It's fine. It's all good. So, since we're so close to Christmas, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do a Christmas murder. (gasps) Okay? Okay. And it's really gross. Oh, God. And it's it's really sad. It's not kind of sad. It's really sad. But are you ready for it? Yes. Do you have any other things to say? No. Right now? So, we are going to throw it back to 2007. Okay. Which was only 15 years ago. I say only because I was still young then. (laughs) And I still think I'm that young sometimes. I mean. And then I throw my back out sneezing and it's all downhill from there. Right. Right? Yeah. So, 2007... Jack and Elaine Denny. Oh, God. Okay. I know this one. Yes. Do you? Yeah. But I want to hear all about it. Okay. So they are living their best lives Mm -hmm. in retirement in eastern Oklahoma. Yes. Cherokee County. Okay. Okay. Yes. So they sort of live on the border between Cherokee and Mays County. So right on that line. Okay. Okay. So, okay. What are the big metropolises? Tahlequah is close. Okay. Got it. Um, People floating the river in Tahlequah in that area. I've never done that, but you have, haven't you? Yeah. Zero out of 10 do not recommend. Could you see Mm -hmm. me doing it? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, No. Some people really love it, though. And God bless y'all. Um, so Jack retired from his career at the Grand River Dam Authority. Okay. Okay. He did dam tours. He was a dam tour guide. He was not. He was not. That's it was, to- ju- yeah, that's totally, he was probably you, like an engineer. You know, that, that's totally from, uh, from National Lampoon's, yeah. uh, vacation. If you don't know that reference, if you're not old enough. <laughs> So he retired, and all he wanted to do was just tinker around in his wood shop. He was like, I did my time. Mm-hmm. Now I want to live my life. Elaine was famous for her homemade candies and baked goods. I love that. She was like old school homemaker. Aww. They were high school sweethearts. What? Yes. And people described them as soulmates. I know. I know. So during Christmas time in 2007, they're sort of getting everything in the house ready for their adult children and their grandchildren to come for Christmas. So they're cleaning, you know, they're doing the rage clean before people show up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're, she's making candies. He's puttering around, probably somewhat being in the way, you know, God bless him. Um, Probably trying to help, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That generation. She like, probably sent him to his wood shop to mm-hmm. clean that up. Yep. You know, just in case anybody needs to go out there for whatever. Right. And so they're like getting everything together. 
She's making breads and peanut brittle and all that kind of stuff. And sometime between December 23rd and December 24th, they are killed in their home. Okay. Yeah. So Christmas time becomes a horrible, horrible nightmare. Right. Their daughter finds them on Christmas Day. No, 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 no. When she shows up. And it is like a horror scene. Okay. One investigator describes the scene as looking like someone went into the home and started shooting and they only stopped when they ran out of bullets. So they found several nine millimeter bullet fragments and casings, Mm -hmm. but no gun was ever recovered. So they couldn't really figure out who would be angry with them or be holding a grudge to the point of wanting to kill them. Right. Because they were good people. Like locally in that area, a lot of their neighbors considered them like a second set of grandparents. Or a second set of parents, yeah. you know, they were just good, yeah, good just, people. And so. they lived kind of out in a rural area. So all of the neighbors knew each other and they relied on each other. Um, right. You know, when the weather's bad and all that. Yeah. Mm. So when investigators are looking at the scene, it just seems off. Jack's wallet was empty but it didn't seem like robbery was the main motivation because mm-hmm. like his credit cards weren't taken or anything, just cash out of his wallet. And there really wasn't a lot of anything else missing from the house. Okay. Okay. So they couldn't really figure out why someone would want to go into the home. And these people didn't live in like a big flashy house. They didn't have flashy cars or anything like that that would suggest that they had a lot of Money or money or well, anything yeah. in the home. Valuables. So. You know? Yeah. So the only real evidence that they had besides the spent shell casings and the, the bullet fragments was an unidentified print, a palm print on the dryer mm. in the home. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So during the initial phases of the investigation, They're printing people and they're doing palm prints, too, on people around the area. But it quickly went cold Mm. because they couldn't find anyone. They were actively following every lead that came in, but there was just nothing, nothing that was turning into anything solid. Mm. So approximately a year into the murder investigation... Investigators received a tip from a corrections officer that was transferring a prisoner from one county jail to another that his inmate might have information on the murder of the Denny's. Mm, Okay. okay. So soon after that, investigators received a written confession from an inmate named Justin Walker. And this guy was a peach, obviously. (sighs) Yeah. He was sitting in Cherokee County Jail for assault and battery at the time and then was confessing to a double homicide that happened the year before. Hmm. 
So they were like, hmm, that's weird. Yeah. You know, why would you confess to something that was way worse than the charges that you're setting in jail for? Right. Anyway, it's Oklahoma. No, nothing's logical here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's true. So investigators start talking to him and they're really skeptical because they're like, maybe he got this information from like the media. Maybe he got it from like local gossip, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or he may just trying be trying to gain some notoriety for the killings. Yeah. Like try to get some street cred out of it or whatever. Right. Or there's all the always those killers that want to take credit for Shit they didn't do. Shit they didn't do. Yeah. For whatever messed up reason they have. Right. So they quickly realized that he really didn't have much to gain from confessing to the crime. Mm-hmm. So they were like, eh, mm-hmm. let's at least think about taking him seriously. You know what I mean? Right. So they're asking for some sort of evidence that he is the perpetrator. And he gives his reasoning as... He says he was hired to go into the Denny home to steal money and guns. But it really didn't make a lot of sense since they weren't known to keep large sums of cash in their home and they didn't have like a huge cache of weapons on the premises. Like everybody has hunting rifles in Oklahoma. Yep. Probably everybody has like a pistol here and there, you know. Yep. But these people weren't, they didn't have a whole gun store full of guns in their basement or whatever, you know? Right. So there really wasn't much to steal that would be worthwhile like that. So they ask him for another piece of evidence to substantiate that he was actually in the home. And they ask him to draw what his recollection is of the layout of the home. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't, okay job it was close enough that they were like yeah this is you know probably legit right so they take his prints and compare them to the unknown print that was found on the dryer and it's not a match interesting yeah so with a few of these discrepancies even though he is actively confessing to the murders the da declines to prosecute him (sighs) <sighs> so because of the palm print mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they declined to prosecute and this is in uh 2008 you'll recall yes so the years go by no other suspects are really brought in and the case is super 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 cold mm. okay yeah they but they have anything to go off of at all no they're still waiting for, like, probably a palm print hit somewhere, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, in 2012, so this is four years after the confession. In 2012, this gentleman is released from prison. Okay? Okay. And once he's released, he is asked to come speak with the OSBI again. And he goes in and is like... I don't even remember making that statement to police. I definitely didn't do this. Mm -hmm. This is for sure not me. Right. Bye. Okay. Yes. So 
he rolls out of the OSBI offices because they're not charging him. They're not prosecuting him. He's not held (laughs) for questioning. He voluntarily goes in. So he rolls out and he is free to offend another day in Oklahoma. Yeah. So finally, a few years later in 2018. Okay. So this is like a six year gap. Got it. Which is also about 10 years after the murders. A tip comes forward. And it is from a former mental health professional that treated Walker while he was in prison. Okay. This professional comes forward and says, you know, when I was treating him, he had confessed to the killings. But he gave a different reason. Oh, really? For the killings. What was his reason? Yep. So he told this mental health professional that his girlfriend at the time had been molested by her uncle when she was young. And he went to a home in Lone Grove to avenge her molestation and kill the uncle. But he got the wrong fucking house. Oh, my God. Okay. (sighs) That sounds like a bunch of bullshit, but okay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he can't get a story straight, regardless right. of who he's talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this piece of information, the DA is finally like, yeah, that's it. Let's do it. And pulls the trigger on prosecuting him. So he charges him with the murders in 2018. Mm-hmm. In 2019, Walker pleads guilty to second degree murder for both of the murders. And he is sentenced to 40 years. So at that time, he was already again serving time. Mm -mm. He was serving 10 years for a firearms charge. And what does a firearms charge? Like what? In this situation, I would assume that he got caught with a firearm as a felon. As a felon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because it wasn't super specific on what it was. He probably was on parole for something else and someone showed up to his house or he had a gun in his car and got stopped or something like that. And they charged him as a felon in possession of a firearm. Okay. Is what I would assume. Yeah. And that can get you just thrown right back in prison. Oh, 100%. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 So he was already serving 10 years for a firearms charge because he's like allergic to staying out of prison. Right. (laughs) And then he'll serve 40 for those murders. And at this point in 2019, he's already in his 40s. So theoretically, he could get out again. Right. When he's still young enough to reoffend. But the reason why he pled mm-hmm. and didn't take it to trial is he believed that when faced with this testimony from a mental health professional, he would not be able to go up against that in court. Mm. So his attorney was like, these are your options. So when you say that, like he... He he believed that the mental health professional would be more believable than him as a felon on trial. Okay. As an existing felon on trial. Right. And that shouldn't be the case, but it is. Mm -hmm. 
Um, they believed that with his history of confessing, recanting mm-hmm. this person coming forward with a story of him confessing during a therapy session, during a counseling session, right? That he would not be able to rebut that, right? And yeah, yeah. it wouldn't work out well for him in yeah. front of a jury or a judge. So we don't know why he did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he couldn't make up his mind and get his story straight. Right. If it truly was a case of a mistaken house or mistaken identity, I mean, at what point, like he went through that guy's wallet. Yeah. At what point are you like, oh, shit. shit. Right. You know? At what point do you realize you're in the wrong fucking house and just be like, uh, gotta go. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like that. But you took it all the way to the end and emptied emptied your nine millimeter mm-hmm. into two people, people. And he shot them multiple times in the head, multiple times in the chest. I mean, he emptied a gun into these people that didn't nothing. absolutely nothing. Right. Um I mean just terrible one of the neighbors that at the time gave an interview to one of the newspapers and was like i'm pretty sure i know when this happened because my dog started acting up and the dog wanted to go outside and was barking 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 in the direction of their house but I took my spotlight out and thought he was barking at like a coyote or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't find anything. And I think that's probably when something was going on at their house. Oh. And it was the night of the 24th. Oh. Christmas Eve night. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. So their family has resolution in the form of someone is behind bars for this right but but whose palm print was it why yeah is there someone else and is the palm print even related right was it uh the handyman that maybe fixed their washer exactly whatever or whatever yeah or a friend that came over to help them six weeks earlier yeah yeah. they never printed or whatever you know um with cases like this that have such little physical evidence, it's really... Those are tough. It's not satisfying because you don't have anything to tie point A to point B. Right. And say, yes, this person was definitely in the home. Like, yeah. they never recovered a gun. They never did any of that. Hmm. So, and I'm not saying this guy is not guilty right. at all. I'm just saying it would be far more satisfying and probably give the family a small bit more of peace mm-hmm. if it was all able to be tied up in a nice bow. Right. And oh, it's yeah. just not. Sure. And also, too, um, if he would have given a, a, a reason as to why, an actual reason, that yeah. probably didn't. If he would have, if he would have actually come to court and said, yeah, you know, I got the wrong house. Yeah. And it was right. a mistake. And I'm living with this for the rest of my life. And I feel really bad or whatever. But None of that happened. Or I wanted money or... Yeah. Yeah, I was in the middle of a drug crisis and I needed money or whatever. Right. Um, Yeah. There's just no amount of information that's actually going to make this satisfactory in any way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a murder that happened Christmas 2007. Yeah. 
These people were good people by all accounts. Yeah. Their kids are without parents. Mm -hmm. Their grandchildren are without parents. It's awful. Yeah. Absolutely awful. That's so sad. And that, I mean, murder in itself is horrible, but I know around this time of the year, it's just exceptionally bad. Yeah. So. Because you'll remember it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Christmas will always be associated with that. uh, Yeah. That you'll always tie it. Mm, Gosh, those poor people. Yeah. So. Man, Shan. That was rough. Christmas murders. But um, Let's not do them. Yeah. If you're uh, listening over the Christmas holiday and you need to take a break from your family, uh, we support that. We do. And we would like to say happy holidays. Happy holidays. To everyone. To all the peoples. Regardless of what you're celebrating. Yeah. Even if you're not celebrating. Like... Yeah. That's cool, too. If you didn't put up a tree this year and you're just trying to make it through 2022, we fucking get it. You know, if you, yeah, if the universe is coming at you like it's been coming at me and Shan. um, We get it. Hold on. Yeah. Hold. We're almost to 2023. Hold on tight. And 2023 has got to be better than these last few years. (laughs) We tell ourselves that every year, Shan. It's got to be better next year. And then the next year happens and you're like, what the fuck have I done wrong? We've been saying this since 2020. It's so bad. And it's rough. It's still rough. So anyway. Okay, that was, we're not going to end that on a downer. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks, Shan. Thanks, Shai. If you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here. Like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are underscore doing underscore fine underscore OK underscore pod.